The fourth of the 14 mindfulness trainings is this. Aware that looking deeply at the nature of suffering can help us develop understanding and compassion. We are determined to come home to ourselves, to recognize, accept, embrace, and listen to suffering with the energy of mindfulness. We will do our best not to run away from our suffering or the suffering of others or to cover it up through consumption, but practice conscious breathing and walking to look deeply into the roots of suffering. We know we can only find the path leading to the transformation of suffering when we understand the roots of suffering. Once we have understood our own suffering, we will be able to understand the suffering of others. We are committed to finding ways, including personal contact and using telephone, electronic, audiovisual, and other means to be with those who suffer so we can help them transform their suffering into compassion, peace, and joy. I could probably read all of the mindfulness trainings tonight and we would all be touched by some aspect of them that speaks, that speaks to the horror, that speaks to the grief, speaks to the fear, speaks to the anger, to the rage, speaks to the despair that we all may be feeling. And that if we are not feeling, we may be practicing to find where we have missed it. We are in a place that deserves our attention, yet to give it our attention feels so difficult. And so, more than anything, we are called both to bear witness to the suffering and the injustice and the oppression that exists in the world and in our country. But we are also called to hold that as we would hold our own suffering, as we have been encouraged by our teachers to hold that suffering as if it were a small child that needed comfort without judgment, without fixing, without solutions, without intellectualizing and problem solving and reasons, but with the peace of true compassion that comes from acknowledging 
this reality of that suffering. Even when, in the case of the suffering of our black brothers and sisters, we, I, as a privileged white man, cannot pretend to know. Yet, I wish to be there with you. And that is what I am called to witness, to acknowledge, and to attempt to hold with tenderness and compassion. As I try to look outward with eyes of interbeing, to see and understand the connections and causes that have brought us to this place when killing a black person is as routine and everyday as driving to the grocery store. When now that the rage has boiled past the breaking point and we are in desperate need of leaders and voices who can speak to that rage and to healing. When we do contemplate our own capacity for violence, my own capacity for ignorance, I begin to see without apologizing for or justifying or diminishing the enormity of the actions and the consequences. Yet I feel compelled to give those who perpetrate these horrors their humanity and to acknowledge the depth of their suffering that takes them to the place that it is possible for them to commit murder on a daily basis. I was reminded of our dear departed teacher, Sherry Maples, who gave most of her professional career to trying to bring peace to law enforcement. And when she was here several years ago, she spoke with both great hope and great soberness about the challenges in doing so. 
but I would like to hope and like to think that what she did shines as a bodhisattva ideal for what can still be. I was reminded by reading the voices of those black voices who are trying to give light on the situation, that the most important thing that we as white privileged Americans can do is to listen, is to speak our support without explaining or placing our feelings at the center of the picture. When the lives of people like George Floyd should be at the center of the picture. I spoke for a while this afternoon with AJ and she gave me a lot of strength to try to focus what I had to say tonight and to go through with this. Because my own grief, my own distress has been great. Yet, I, as I said before, I think it's crucial to connect that to the lives of those who are in true danger when I am safe. And if I can feel this way from only seeing and hearing about these events, then I know only a little bit of what it's like to truly actually experience them. and to offer that tenderness and witness. Anger and rage seem only appropriate at this time. Yet clearly, we must do something with that anger and rage. Because once again, the eyes of interbeing that connect us to those who create these things and the benefits we reap from what they do cannot separate us from the perpetrators completely. And as long as we are not separate, they are human and we recognize the depth of their distress as well without justifying it or apologizing for it or minimizing it. But it is still human action.
And dear friends, this moment of, for me at least, of expressing grief and anger, it is my aspiration and my intention to make that be the beginning of how I engage this moment. Meaning that what I do about this, what I attempt to witness, bear witness and affect change is now my great charge. That this mindfulness training is, is really truly only a, a beginning moment of how we engage, how we first experience and begin to transform suffering. It is not the end of our connection and our relationship with these events and with the people who are creating them and with the people in our own community who might have similar kinds of power. And I will admit that I personally am still at a loss as to what I can and will do given the other practicalities of my privileged life that involve other responsibilities, but knowing how important it is to give attention and time and to take action in some way and how we can all look at our own resources, not just money, but our time and our awareness and our discernment and what places in our community might there might be that we can help with change. Because so much of this process and this moment is about listening and hearing and acknowledging, I think even though there is so much more that could be said, again, especially if one were to move through the offerings of many of the other 14 trainings, I will leave us with this hope that we can collectively tonight be able to give voice to our own experiences and to begin to feel capable of discerning what we might do going forward. Thank you, dear friends. <laughs>